Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother yes yes it is it's another night of big brother the after show i love thursdays because there's so much going on everybody's kind of caught up to some of the drama going on in the house And I don't want anybody to worry. We will have the HOH winner tonight live on the air. So don't worry. If you missed it and you don't have live feeds, it's a perfect opportunity for you to tune in, drop out, listen to the show, and uh, enjoy what we have to offer. And you're still going to find out as a consolation prize, besides listening to my incredibly sexy voice, you're going to get to find out who the HOH winner is tonight. Now, that's only if we're going to be talking about it, uh, you know, as it goes on. But I'm pretty sure that we're going to get lucky enough to find out who the uh, winner of the uh, HOHs is going to be. Now, uh, we also saw that Julie Chan announced that um, we're going to get a double eviction Thursday. And that's fantastic because uh, that usually means that the twist is over. Most twists that happen that involve something like that, by the time that we get to the uh, the double eviction moment, the the usually the twist ends and we get on to playing the normal game that we all know and love. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think I, I said many times, I know we're down to, I think, 11, and I think I told um, you guys on the show last time that I really believe uh, when the show gets down to 10, uh, we would probably start seeing the game play a little bit more seriously, and I think we will. Um, I think we will see the game get played a lot more serious, and uh, and I think that's great. I think that's what needs to happen. You know, at, at the end of the show, and my I always have a final thoughts part of the show. Uh, it's kind of like a Jerry Springer thing. But uh, we'll talk. I'm going to give you a little bit of my breakdown of why I think Big Brother 16 has been so boring this year, um, and why everything's been dragging. And you're going to be uh, pretty amazed at what I'm going to tell you. Some of you already know, but. When you put the math to it, it's going to be uh, going to be pretty convincing, I believe. Uh, and some ideas maybe to get this show going again uh, to make it happen. Because right now the complaints about Big Brother 16 are are really about how slow it's been, how boring it's been, and how the same people get winning and winning and winning. And that's some of the benefits of having a large alliance. Um, unfortunately, with a large alliance, you finally have to eat yourself, um, and you finally have to devour people that are within it. it I'm going to tell you this way, and a lot of people like Zach, a lot of people don't like Zach, um, but here's my thing. I think Zach is, is, a, is a dynamic player, and I'm going to say this, uh, and a lot of people are going to disagree, but I really feel like Zach is somebody who lives by my family motto, and I think I saw this, I said this on Sunday. I really believe that he's the type of player that, you know, it's easier for him to ask for, an, you know, to give an apology than it is for him to ask for permission. He's not going to go out there and do something crazy and, and, and do it without thinking that, hey, you know what, I can say sorry and these guys are going to take it. I think he's done all that on purpose. I think it's part of his game plan. The one thing I don't like about Zach, I love the, I love the drama that Zach brings. I'm really okay with Zach being an HOH this week and being a final HOH this week. I think he's willing to 
stir the pot. I think he's willing to do things to get things going. And I'm okay with Zach winning HOH this week um, because I think he showed us all that at least he's thinking of us watching this show and is probably saying, man, these guys are bored to death. I don't care if I go home as long as I make jury. I'm going to stir things up. Um, but I think the biggest thing with Zach is that I don't, I don't think he's going to be afraid to turn on this alliance early. And, and I've always said throughout the years, that's one of the biggest keys to me in being a really good, great player um, is knowing what part of the game that you're in. And, and I always say that there's a, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and an end game. It's kind of like chess. And to me, Big Brother is a lot like chess and a lot like poker. Um, a lot of times in poker, it's just smart to lay back, let everybody else put their money out there, let everybody else lose their money, reserve your funds, and then finally start making big plays towards the middle to end of the game. Uh, chess is very similar as well. You, you do a lot of opening moves and whatnot to protect your queen and your king, and then you begin to make moves that are a little bit bolder as, as pawns begin to leave. Um, and so th- there is a part of this game that's very, very important. And I, and I think that Zach is somebody who is willing to make those moves. And I think, again, one of the biggest things that you can do in Big Brother is, is really to get an alliance with the complete thought that when it's time for this alliance to be done, I am going to Judas this thing to death. I am going to stab it in the back as many times as I need to. And as people are, are hugging me and asking me why I did it, I'm just going to shed a tear and say, good night, sweet prince. It's over. Because the person who turns on alliance first is always in a better position, if they do it at the right time, is always in a better position to move forward in the house and in the game. So whoever's going to turn on this alliance first, whoever's going to turn on it early, is going to be making a great game move. And I'm going to bet money on one of two people. I think it's going to be Zach, or I think it's going to be Frankie. I think Derek like, Derek's a great player, but I think Derek's going to keep hiding behind alliances. And I think Cody, for all his big talk, Cody is not the kind of player I think people thought he would be. So I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in, faith in Cody turning anything up, and I'm not real interested in whether or not Cody becomes HOH because I really don't think he's going to do anything. He may put up Caleb. I know he's getting annoyed with Frankie, but I, Cody just won't do anything without Derek telling him it's okay. Uh, he won't jump unless Derek tells him how you know to, to jump so high and – I just, I'm, not, I'm not buying that Cody's that great of a player. I didn't buy that Amber was a great player, but let's get on to what's going on right now, which is Amber's been, Amber's been evicted. I don't think it's any surprise. I, I would have liked to have seen Jacosta go, honestly, and I'm going to explain this at my final thought at the end of the show. And, of course, we've got Miss Chicago coming up, going to help us with the episode tonight and her opinions, uh, which is always dead on and money when she comes on. But before I get her on, I just want to say, you know, Amber – was not a great player. I mean, I really thought she had potential. Uh, she did great in that first HOH. I, I really thought she was going to hang in there. I thought she was going to make some great moves, but she got complacent. And here's the problem with the All Girls Alliance. And I know everybody keeps saying online on Reality Chat and Dictator Big Brother, everybody says, well, you know, I bet, I bet they regret not having that All Girls, that listening to Joey and having that All Girls Alliance now. But let's be real. You don't ask for everybody to come to your aid and, and infect themselves with the disease of eviction when you're going up on the block or when you're on the block. It's the worst time for you to decide that you want to mount a cavalry and you want to go after everybody in the house. That needs to be done within the first couple of weeks, just as much as the bomb squad was formed. You know what? A a female winner this year would have been great. I just don't think you're going to get it. I've said it over and over again. Look, folks, it's hard to get the Rachel and Janelle types. It's It's tough to get Danielle Donato types. These women, sometimes they come in and, and they're not sure what they're doing, no offense, but I think everybody would agree that the women this year just had no idea what they were doing. Brittany was a very strong person, very strong personality, but she didn't know when to shut up. I mean, she continued to talk about things that bothered her. And, and Amber was the same way. She got in that alliance. She got complacent. She thought that she was protected. She's doing exactly what Christine is, gonna, is, is doing in, in the same trouble Christine's going to have herself in. And you get complacent, you end up lowest on the totem pole, and you think, well, I'm just good enough. I'll just sit here until I need to make a move. And then the next move is, your, is yours, and it's going to be a knife in your back. And uh, it's, 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 it's going to devour you. So Amber, I, I'm, I don't think she was a great player. And I, I, honestly, her staying in the house is no threat. But I, but I do want to say this. I, I probably would have sent uh, – I like how Zach was thinking. I, I think maybe – 
or, or you know, how Christine was talking in a way. I hate to even say I agree with Christine, but really keeping Amber in the house really did put Caleb at a disadvantage. But but here's the thing, and I, and I want to say this. The biggest mistake tonight, the biggest mistake tonight, and I just got notice, and I don't even know who put that up there, but whoever put it up there, thank you. Nicole and Donnie won HOH. Nicole and Donnie are the HOH winners. So that's going to be fantastic. We're going to finally see something happen. Um, but let me continue on, then I'm going to get Miss Chicago on, because I know she just she probably just dropped her phone. Um, <clears throat> but I, in this house, I, in this particular situation, I would have put Caleb up and sent Caleb home, and here is why. I think that Caleb was distracted by Amber this entire season. I do think that when Caleb is focused, obviously when he's focused on something, even if it's something that doesn't even like him back, he's aggressive, okay? He is just relentless on something that he wants, okay? Now, Amber being in that house distracted him for weeks. I mean, this guy was tripping over his tongue, giving her everything in the world, you know, not taking the hints, becoming a stalker, reminds right, reminds it. Reminds me of myself when I was like 12, um, and there was a pretty girl in the neighborhood, and, you know, she was a little old. I'm not going to get it. Anyway, she was beautiful, though. Not as beautiful as my wife. Let's don't, let's don't even go there. But I, I think that his distraction helped everybody out. It really, it really kept him out of the loop. It kept him out of the game. Guy was clueless. He had no idea what was going on. He was telling everybody he's writing a country album, and he's telling everybody he's going to be on Survivor. He's telling everybody that he, you know – is going to be in the new Transformer movie. I mean, it was ridiculous. The guy's just throwing out things left and right to try to impress Amber, and that's all it was. He was hoping something was going to catch and she was going to believe it. I don't know how he was going to prove it once they got out of the house. But I think that now that Amber is gone, a focused Caleb is very, very dangerous. Now, it's probably going to be entertaining for us, very entertaining for us. But I've got a feeling that it's going to be hell on those house guests because i think you can control caleb i mean i know he's a wild guy but i think you can control him by playing with his ego and playing with his emotions you obviously can see that he's very 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 emotionally weak um and you can play with him but i just don't think those guys in the house are that smart i think they're going to just think that caleb's going to be the same caleb and i gotta say i just don't believe it i think caleb's going to come out be focused on the game again and a lot of people might be in trouble. There's people in his alliance because he's, he's bound now to do really stupid stuff. And you know what? The pickings are getting slim in that house. The pickings are getting slim in that house. And there's only so many times you can put Jacosta up. There's only so many times you can put Nicole up. I mean, Victoria. And, and these people that keep rotating around, which is great that Donnie and Nicole won. But it's going to depend on, too, who they put up. Because if they put up if, – if, let's say that Donnie – says, you know what, screw this. This is where Donnie's game can go to hell, is if Donnie turns around and starts putting up strong players and he puts up Caleb and he puts up Cody or he puts up, you know, I don't know if he put up Frankie and Derek, but if he puts up strong players, they're going to win that battle of the block because I can guarantee you this, Nicole's going to put up nobodies. She's not going to do it. And the, and the sad part about all this, here's the sad part. I can guarantee you if, if what I got was true, Nicole doesn't want any part of that HOH. She doesn't want it. I can promise you she doesn't want it. So now it's going to be put on Donnie. But what's going to happen when Donnie puts up strong players who win that battle of the block and Nicole's left on her own? Something to think about, folks. I, you know, I, you know, I don't. I, I had to laugh a little bit. Me and my wife were watching Big Brother tonight, and, I, and like I said, I love the Thursday shows because there's so much that we know from the live feeds and in the talk room chats on Reality Chat and Addicted to Big Brother. There's so many things that we hear going on and on and on, and you're like, okay. But when it comes to the live show on Thursday, you really don't know. You know what's going to happen, but there's a possibility for something that you're not expecting to happen. And on top of that, you get that HOH moment that's not, you, you know, you don't see on the live feeds. You get it right there. Usually you do. And, and tonight was confusing because <laughs> they're going to the last question you know, everybody's tied. I mean, this is ridiculous, okay? I think there was, like, what, six people left, if I remember correctly. It's ridiculous. Everybody's answering their questions right. And the final question, if Donnie and Nicole won, I'm very thankful for that. But how are you going to tell me that 
you're out of time, and I'm looking at the clock, and it's 9.55, and you're on the, you're on the tiebreaker question. How are you going to sell me on that? This thing was planned to go into the night to keep people watching on Sunday, and it's so sad uh, that they're trying to do that. But it was it was complete it was completely a screw up, on, uh, you know, that I thought, uh, and I don't think it was intentionally done at all. Um, so I think you're at five minutes, and you're telling everybody you don't have time to ask a thirty second question. It's pretty ridiculous. I think the whole thing would have taken forty five seconds to answer and ask. But anyway, that's where we're at. And a great episode tonight. We saw bunny slippers flying. We saw. Caleb in his onesie, it's hard to take a guy serious in his onesie. I'll tell you what, that zipper goes all the way up. If you look at it, it goes all the way up through his hoodie. I don't know who designed that, but that's the most ridiculous design I've ever seen. It's probably going to be huge at Macy's. But it's a onesie. I've never seen I, – I, I got a onesie for Christmas one year as a joke. It was a monkey, a uh, monkey outfit. And uh, we got it as a joke and took it back to the store and returned it because we thought it was funny. No way would I wear it in front of everybody in America watching. Uh, but a man wearing a onesie and his slippers getting mad uh, is fantastic. And it's amazing to me that Caleb is sitting there talking about how upset he is, that he feels backstabbed and he feels like this and he feels like that and how dare her. And he's throwing his bunny slippers, actually her bunny slippers, all over the place, throwing a hissy fit and crying when he is claiming that he's the one that put her on the block. It's amazing to me. Caleb, you're delusional, man. I mean, I'd probably like you outside the house. We could have a beer, but honestly, you're delusional. And somebody should have had to sit down, what do they call it, uh, a Jesus talk with you a long time ago, buddy, about what was going on in that house. But I think, uh, I think it was a good episode tonight. I, I, people hate Frankie. I, I, look, Frankie annoys me, too. Frankie annoys me, too. And, and I get it that the way Frankie behaves in the house, and some of you guys have live feeds, some of you don't, Frankie does, Frankie does act a bit man horse in the house, and I get that. Um, but, man, when he is talking to Caleb tonight and he's just sitting there letting Caleb just dig the hole and he's sitting there going, you know what, you're right, like, man, you know, if I knew that this was going to backfire on me putting up Amber for you, I would – genius. Sorry, genius play. Frankie gets a lot of credit for that moment. It was very, very smart, very, very well played. Um, but we're going to come up on a commercial now. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the show with Miss Chicago, everybody's favorite. Everybody loves her. Um, so we're going to have her on. But I want to ask her, and I know that, that she's waiting to come on, but I want to ask her. Um, I don't know if she's aware, but I'll go ahead and say this before we go to commercial. There was a bit of a discrepancy um, about Donnie refusing the Team America thing tonight. Um, and when we come back from commercial, I will absolutely give my opinion on it. And... We're going to find out what Miss Chicago thinks immediately on that, too. Then we'll get a little breakdown of what she thinks about the show tonight. Uh, hopefully she watched it. I know right now she's cringing. She's got a smile on her face. But I hope she watched it because last week she didn't watch it, and I had to get on her a little bit. But listen, folks, we're going to take a really quick commercial break. When we come back, it's going to be Miss Chicago. And you know that she has something for you. My name is Scott McGrath. The day before my eighth birthday, I fell in a pile of fire ants and suffered significant wounds on over 70% of my body. Since that day, I have made a solemn vow to kill every insect on planet Earth. I hate them with the passion of a religious zealot. Speaking of religion, of all the biblical plagues, I hate the locust plague the most. For the last 12 years, my white-hot rage has materialized in the form of my business, McGrath Pest Control. I have harnessed this unforgivable intolerance of insects and released the wrath of my fury on bugs in and around the homes of Houston. I will kill those bugs in any way that I can. Chemicals, my boot, my bare fist, or any other object that can end the life of an insect. Call 281-469-8240 and give me the honor of killing bugs at your house. I also hate rats and spiders. Go to McGrathPestControl.com.
they're not going to be able to bully him. You know how they're so scared right now because they are not on his level as, as far as maturity at age. They got to come with game. They can't come with this, you know, stroking and like um, Hayden did with Victoria. If, if you, you know, get America, uh, get the vote in the veto, you know, pick me. And yes, he saved her, but you can do something like that with Donnie because Donnie's going to stay true to himself as a man and his character. And as much as I love Big Brother, I'm so tired of people saying, it's just a game. You can do whatever you want because it's just a game. No, I don't agree with that because you have to sometimes have integrity as well. It is a game, people, but sometimes you have to think about how you're portraying yourself because at the end of the game, they're going to vote for you. So I think that what Zach did, he embarrassed himself trying to throw this stupid thing out with um, – with Amber, and she was just looking at him like, okay. I mean, you know, not getting a reaction. was embarrassing, right. but let me go back to this. Before that happened with Zach and Frankie, his boy, and just people think about this. Frankie had just had a talk with him in the room and said, listen, you got to tone it down because you're making people coming up here to the room look, making me look bad. you got to tone it down. And the next sentence he said, but listen, I need you to act the fool and get a reaction out of Amber because he was thinking about America's vote and getting that money. And Zach didn't even hesitate. After he just preached to him, I need you to tone it down a little bit. Then he turned around and said, now I need you to do this and make yourself a bigger target. I think that Zach and Frankie, now this is going to be, the, to me, the battle of the block is going to be between Frankie and, and Zach, and it's going to be between Derek and um and and uh what's his name Kobe well, uh yeah I think Cody. it's gonna be yeah Cody I think because I think that Frankie is using Zach kind of to make himself look more unappeasing to the guests in the house right. because that when they have to start turning on themselves and these people it's gonna happen it's gonna have, they're gonna have to start plucking 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 I think that Frankie is setting Zach up to make him look even more foolish and get more enemies. Now, I, 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 I can see that. I can see that. But this is my thing, and this is this is what my main problem is with Zach. I like Zach's game because I, he's not a Dr. Will, so I'm not going to go there, folks, before everybody Please, drops no. their glasses. I'm not saying right. that. Please. Dr. Will's my favorite player. But I think he's, he's molding a type of Dr. Will game, and the point where he's even saying things that copy Dr. Will, I think that's going to get him in trouble. But overall, yes. I think his point – I think his effort is – to make everybody dislike him, to take him to the end. I think his whole game plan is, I'll do anything dumb you ask me to do. I'll say anything you want me to say to people. Just take me to the end so you win the money. And then people are going to look you at him and what? say, oh, well, you were willing to get your hands dirty. I honestly, honestly don't think he's thinking that way. I, I, don't, I think that he's got so personally involved with his friendship with Frankie, but I could be wrong. See, this is what's going to make this show so much better going forward because you and I battle with this yeah. every week. It's going to be different battles because I don't think he's smart enough to think that, but I could be wrong. And if, right. if I'm wrong, I think that Frankie's game is going to be jeopardized. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Now, do you like Frankie's game right now? I mean, were you and, – and, you know, for me, I was very, very impressed with the way that Frankie handled Caleb about the Amber situation and was completely sitting there putting his hand, his hand uh, face in his hands and saying, oh, man, I can't believe this backfired on us. What if she goes home? Oh, man, this is terrible. I can't believe you talked me into doing this. Man, what a bad idea. Were you as impressed as I was that Frankie was playing that very well? I, I thought he played it great. You know why I wasn't? Because my satellite went out for 21 minutes when the show started. Oh, so I didn't my see it. God. Yeah. Oh, Can my God. Can you believe God. it? 21 minutes. I'm scrambling on the Internet trying to get live feeds of the show. 21 minutes I missed. So I missed all that. I missed it. But I'm was it a storm because, that came through on your direct TV? It was, it was rain. I was on the yeah. internet like, it's not, Lord Jesus, direct TV is not even a thunderstorm. It's just rain. And it was yeah. just scrambling, yeah. scrambling. Oh, my God. But anyway, I was, but you know, I'm a trooper. I don't care. That's right. I'm a still come strong. Right. I'm going to bring it anyway. And my big thing is with Frankie, I think it's going to, okay, I don't understand how the other people, not in their lines, cannot see consistently week after week after week that these guys, that they think people don't think they have an alliance, how do you not think that when the same people keep I going agree. up? I, I mean, agree. that's, oh, come on now. This part of the game. They oh, need to let that alliance Amber, blow up. 
They need to let it oh, blow up. Was, they need to let somebody blow it up. I'm I think it would have been great if Amber had blown it up. Yeah, it, it's hey, over with. Why did he, what is, does she think she's going to get some type of prize for not doing it? Why is she not doing it? What that was ridiculous. She's going to jury how she's going to get some type of gift. I mean, well, she's not, I'm sorry. Excuse me, poor dumb Amber. You're not even going to the jury house. What do you think? You're going back home, and you could have changed this game. Absolutely. Well, you at least made them scramble a little bit. I was shocked. What you, who, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you do it? I think it would have been great if, if she'd have blown it up and told, looked, at, looked at Nicole and said, Christina's screwing you over, you know, Frankie yes. is screwing you over, Derek's hey, screwing yes. you over. I think it yes. would have been awesome. <laughs> I think it would have oh, been great. That's it. Hey, you know what I tell people? I say there's two things that people remember about Big Brother. It's something that happened that somebody caused a drama or a winner, a, a good memorable player <sighs> slash winner. And that moment right there would have made this made her a memorable that player was, if she would have turned around and put it for fingers at everybody and just blew it all I, up. It would have been fantastic. I'm, the next time people that are listening to the show, the next time I get on the show, I'm going to have a, a blood person machine on my table. <laughs> I, you're killing me. I tell you this every week, and you laugh. You are killing me. <laughs> Why didn't she take that opportunity as she walked out? I would have walked out two snaps up. What now? Bam, in your face. I would have blew up. Oh, my gosh. She had such an opportunity. She's like, no, nah, it's okay. I just want to be loyal to what? They're not going to call you after the show? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I just I didn't get that. I mean, uh, you know what? I got news for Amber when she walked out. Let me tell you something. When Amber walked out of the house and Julie Chen asked who does she thinks controlling the house, and her answers were Zach and Donnie, I could tell you oh. right then that's why you got booted out, Amber, because that was the worst episode oh so God. far off of you right know, field you know I've ever seen. You just made me choke. When she said, you know what I wrote down on my notes, I said, that's why you're off the show. You are so – no, I went on the Internet and said she's so clueless. But she really is. now I have to – I'm going to fight with you. I All think right, that Donnie – this is going to be his one and only chance to make a move. Yes. I think I'm scared that he's head of household, but it's almost at that time when he needs to be head of household. Yes, yes, and he has to be. Yes. I think whether y'all agree with me or not, I hope y'all are listening because I'm in, you know, his age group. I think that he's been taking mental notes because everyone talks to him, and he talks to everyone, just like Christine I. I'll, trust me when I say this, I think Christine will be the first one. Her and Frankie are going to be the first ones to turn on each other because they have so much personal information that they share with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's going to come down to, I'm telling you, Christina, Frankie, Zach, Derek, and uh, Cody, 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 whatever. Yes, that's right. how much I think about right. him. But I think that uh, Donnie is smart enough to have been playing this game in his mind, watching everything and seeing how everyone feels about everyone, I think he can really do a good game move. I'm scared to death because I want to get HOH, but I'm scared maybe it was too soon. So it's going to be really interesting. I don't think it's too soon. I think it was at the right moment. I think about two weeks ago so? I was saying, you know what, I want to see it. I think now is the time for him to win HOH. And he went up that week, but he was safe. And last week, I knew he was safe when I saw that it was going to be Zach and Frankie, and I was really relieved when they said they weren't going to put him up. Because I do want to see, if Donnie continues to play the game that he's playing, where he's, he's not making, well, I guess he's making moves, he's not making huge moves, he's not trying to make alliances, I, I'm, I'm not too thrilled with him. But now he has the opportunity to make huge moves. The only thing that was going to change Donnie's game, the only thing that was going to make Donnie a power player in this house was going to be an HOH win and he's going to have to stay HOH. But I think it's okay. Yeah. My worry about it is is that I think that Donnie is going to put up two strong people, like you said, maybe a Caleb and Cody, I think, was somebody he said in the past. And let's say Nicole puts up, oh, I don't know, Nicole being Nicole puts up Jocasta and yeah, Victoria. Right. Who do you think is going to win that battle of the block? You know what I mean? I, I, Donnie's almost smarter to put up a weaker couple and force Nicole to put up the stronger couple and say, look, exactly. when nobody gets played, we're backdooring somebody. Yep, I'm backdooring somebody, everybody be on notice. Do you honestly think he's not smart enough to do that? Because I think he is. I think he I is. Hope so. I honestly, I honestly believe this, and I'm telling you because, like you and I say, when we watch some of the live feeds and stuff, I just watch him sometimes. He observes everything. He, he watches from the outside. He, 
Yeah, of course, he because he's laughing at these young people. Because oh, Frankie, if they show him all in his body and looking in the mirror and doing, I'm so over it. Yes, he's a good player. I say that, but you know what? What would he do without that alliance? How would yeah. he stand alone? I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you where the fear is going to be in this. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but this is where the fear is in this. And I want you to, I want everybody to absorb this in your minds because it's a very, very possible scenario. If Donnie is not smart enough to put up weaker players to win the, to lose the battle of the block, and let's say he goes after the big guns, so let's say he puts up Cody and Caleb, and he loses, I can guarantee you one thing that's going to happen by voting Dave Thursday is that Nicole's going to be talked into somebody using the veto to put Donnie up because he's a threat and Donnie will go home. If he loses that HOH, I can almost lay money on it that Donnie goes home because he's got, he's going to. Everybody's going to know that he's going after big guns, and they're going to be afraid of him. It's going to be the final nail in his coffin. And he's you know what's going to be? It's going to be Derek and Frankie that get in her head because she's oh yeah she's scared. You know she yeah. doesn't. And oh my god, and Victoria, Victoria, oh, the poor baby. What? Delusional. She looks like a special needs child that just needs to be told what to do. Oh, she's like, can I? Am I cutting it? But right? she's convinced. She is legitimately convinced that she's a playing a great game right now. Legitimately convinced that she is a power player, and it's beyond me How? because everybody, everything she has, she's been given. She's not done anything. But she doesn't see me. that. Did you it's see how me. she won the ESO? Oh, I can't. It's painful to watch. She's like her eyes. She looks like she's on medication. She's just like floating around the kitchen. She's like. Oh, my God. I'm just like poor Victoria. And, and uh, Jacasa, someone was on the Internet tonight saying, oh, I'm glad, you know, I, why do they keep her? Because she's an easy person to put up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't. Hey, you know what? People... You can count from here on. You can count from here on big players in the ponds. Everybody's at risk because I think that Jacasta and uh, Victoria, their use is now over with. The use of them over the over the past, and yes. Donnie's too. Their use is over with. So count on them probably being somebody that they want to get home to kind of go send them home, maybe send them, God, if these guys get a jury, which they're going to. I mean, I have to say this double eviction on Thursday marks the beginning of the single HOH uh, normal game to begin Thanks. and jury to begin. Yeah. It's going to begin right there. Yeah. It's going to begin. So oh, yeah. anybody – they, wanted, they didn't want to send Victoria to the jury. They didn't want to send Jacosta to the jury. Oh, God, we don't want to send them to the jury. Guess what? They're going to jury. Congratulations, because yeah, you did exactly. it. And that's what I was saying about people that, don't, that really don't know the show. You don't get people like that off because they're going to go to jury, and they're going to come back after you. Because yeah. Jacosta's not going to win this game because someone was like, oh, she's going to go to final six. No, she's not. No, she's not. But like you said, yeah. with that double eviction, they are cutting the fat. They are cutting yeah, the fat. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. And they all said when jury begins, it's game on. We'll see how game on it is, and we'll see how divisions happen. Now, I, I, I think Donnie needed the HOH, but I think he needs to keep it. The problem is, is that, you know, next week he, he won't play in this double eviction. But I'm hoping that those, somebody who wins will see a bigger target. I, you know, he could be in trouble either way. But I think if he makes you know it what? through the double eviction, if he makes it through the second double eviction, the second eviction of the double eviction, I think that Donnie becomes a very hot commodity at that point, and I think people who break away from that alliance and say, okay, I'm backing away from this slowly, I'm going to go do something different because it's jury time. I think Donnie becomes a hot commodity, and I think people are going to approach Donnie about other alliances because they can see that he can well, win. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. If he can hang on. Hello? If he can hang on, he can get it done. Oh, and that, and okay. That's what happens. Well, I was thinking about, um, I was saying tonight, well, uh, in my notes, I said I've never heard, in all the seasons I watched Big Brother, I've never heard people that came in week one or two talking about getting to the jury house like they have this season. It was You know, on. like Derek and, and Frankie, they're just, like, obsessed with this jury house, getting to the jury house, getting to the jury house. But I uh, think you know that... You I'll be honest with you. I think some of the struggle with Big Brother over the last couple of seasons, and I'm going to talk about that in the final, the final thought, but... The struggle of the seasons lately has been the inability to get really great players, and I feel like the problem has been is that you get so many players on this show 
who just want to last for a long time on TV. It's not the game. They just want exposure on TV for as long as possible. And so they only care about that. Do you not agree with me? I have never 100%. in the history of Washington Brothers seen people so obsessed about just going further. Even if we don't win, we just want to get in this and get to, you know, I'm just like, dang, they're not even really, you're right. They don't even, it's like as much as we can get camera time and stuff and stay on, yeah, they don't care. Now, that's insulting to me. It's insulting to the show. It's insulting to the fans because a lot yeah. of fans, I was on the Internet today, and a lot of fans only been watching the show for two years. Oh, God, they watched last year and this year. Oh Jesus Christ! You really haven't seen how the game is really played. You know what no, I'm saying? They so no. no, so you're hearing these people saying that I just want to get to the jury house, and then you know the more exposure, the more stuff you turn up, and the more stuff you stir up, you're going to be on camera. You're going to get more, and that's so that's not that you're losing integrity of Big Brother. What it's really about? You take risks and you fight for what you want, and you do it not like you know praying for it, like you know. Sorry, Jacosta. Like Jacosta, no. right? <laughs> they're right. keeping you around because they're going to use you as a pawn, which is the easiest piece to get away, uh, get a, get rid of in a chess game. So she well, doesn't the, see the, that. People... The floating game is growing. The floating players are growing every year. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And you're getting to the point where you only have two or three really serious players, and. It's just people floating. I mean, the last couple of seasons, I mean, since 13, it just seems like the floater group has grown so tremendously because it's the safest game to play. And we keep letting players keep taking floaters to the end, and they need to stop doing that. And I think that it's causing so many people to say, you know what, if, this is the thing. If I can get on Big Brother for two months, I can have a vacation in the house, get paid. I think it's $1,000 right. a week. You know, hey, it's all good. If I make it a jury – then I've got another month on vacation getting paid more money to sit around in a paradise right. and not have to worry about it. That's what all this is about. This is not and about the $500,000 exactly at the end. I said, no. I said in my notes I have never heard so many players talk about juries so much in this season. And it's going to get, you know what, we need to go shake some stuff up. We need to go to L.A., CBS Studios, we need to sit down with the producers and shake something up because this is getting ridiculous. I think we need I more agree. mature players. I think we need older players. I think we need this about the money I, I and agree. the fame. And, yes, I so agree. we got to make that happen. Need, I think you need to put more older players in the house to balance it out. I think what they want is younger players, and they want this whole thing to bring this sexy thing, you know, where people are yes. doing things and they're having, yes. you know, wild orgy yes. sex parties and drinking. It. And I just think that, you know what, you, CBS has done its part to lose a lot of the edge of Big Brother. And, and I think that they have to take a lot of the blame for it. The production, uh, the production yes, has to take the blame. I agree. But look, we have to have these twists for this show to be interesting anymore. Without the twist, when you're telling you that the diamond beetle, the, the uh, coup de quad, nothing, nothing. It's right. so predictable. So people are getting bored. They're like, oh, God. If you go on the line, these people, or, or even on the Internet. Addicted to Big Brother, you know, uh, you know, we're both super fans. People are getting bored with the same eleven to zero votes, nine to zero votes, ten to they zero are. votes. They are. Come on. They are, and that's Come been happening on. for that's years. Not, that's been happening for years. Yes, yeah, it's crazy, and it's driving fans. You know, like, is this it? Like, what do we have to look forward to? And we keep trying to ask people, oh, it's going to get better, it's going to get better, but then we see the same predictable. Things week after week. It's hard. It really is. Miss Chicago, you know what I got to do. They're PMing me to go to commercial. I got to let you go. But hey, you're a superstar. You know I love you to death, and I'm going to see you on Sunday. I don't even ask anymore. I better see you on Sunday. (laughs) But I'm going to listen to your after show tonight. All right. Sounds great. Yeah, we only got a few more minutes, and I'm going to let everybody do their own thing. But Miss Chicago, we appreciate it so much. You You know I love you and adore you, and I thank you for calling in again. All right, baby. You know, I love and adore you, too. And your wife and the baby coming. That's right. And That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch oh, up on yeah. sleep as we <laughs> Thanks, Miss Chicago. We'll talk to you Sunday. All right. You sure will. Bye-bye. Bye. Folks, that's Miss Chicago. If you want to be in on this, it's easy. You call 917-889-7084. I've got a chat that's up. Send me a private message. I'll bring up your point online on the show. It's really easy to do. There's a lot of access here that you can have. It's all fan-operated, for fans, by fans. We want you involved. You can also be like Miss Chicago because we need phone calls. But, hey, she's so good that, you know, 
I give her that scent. Like I said, it's like an Oreo. A lot of people like that cream in the middle, that, that sugary, wonderful goodness that's right in the middle, and that's Miss Chicago. I'm just the cookie on the outside that, makes, that just puts everything together for her. But she's fantastic, and you can be that too. 917-889-7084. Um, keep, that on your, keep that on your mental note. We're going to take a commercial real quick. Sorry, I got sidetracked. We're going to take a commercial real quick. When we come back, it won't be as long as the first one. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why Big Brother 16 is boring, why it's been boring, and how we can improve it. And then I'm going to let you guys chat it up on pages that are wonderful like Reality Chat and Addicted to Big Brother and some of the others that you like to enjoy. But that's where I hang out. So if you want to come and complain to me about the show, find another page. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You can complain to me. Just do it in private. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Take a real quick break, and I'll give you my final thought. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist and twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola. Open happiness. Hey, you can't beat coming back to the Motley Crew. I'm telling you what. Uh, oldie but goodie there, Dr. Feelgood. Makes you feel old to know that that was a long time ago. I don't want to go into how long ago that was. Makes me feel old. Anyway, uh, there's been some discussion about Big Brother 16 being boring. And, uh, and I just want to say this before we get off there. It's my final thought for the night. We've had a couple of slow seasons. Uh, 14 was decent, but listen, I just want to say this. When we get into having 16 people on the show, when you look at the formulas that have happened in some of the better seasons, normally the seasons are under 16, okay? I know that season six, I believe, was 14. Uh, I don't know what seven was, but I know a lot of people. I think eight was, in fact, I want to say eight was under, was under 16. I know season two was under 16. I know season three was under 16. The point being is that season 13, 14, 15, and 16 have all been over 14 people. I believe they've all been 16. You can call in and correct me if I'm wrong. But when we get into more people in the house and when we get into more time in the house, what we're actually doing is we're extending the time that these people have to get to jury. This game now does not start until jury. And putting 16 people in this house is causing more floating to go on, is causing people to wait and sit back for way too long for our entertainment to start making moves. When seasons were 13 and 14 people, jury came a lot quicker. I mean, you're talking about, basically put it like this. Let's have season 16 and remove Victoria, Jocasta, and let's say, let's remove, who else? oh, Pow Pow. Let's say we remove those three out of this cast. Think about how drastically this game changes with Pow Pow, Victoria, and, uh, and, and, Jocasta gone. That's how important they are. I actually forget their names. But let's say that those three are removed from this season. And I want you to just think in your mind, how would that change the dynamic of this show? We know that those three people were some of the weakest players, okay? In fact, they're the weakest. Let's just be honest. If we remove those from this game, this game changes tremendously. Not only are we getting into the actual core of the better players, not great, but the better players, 
to go up and go home and to fight for their sort of survival and whatnot. But we're also cutting out three evictions out of that. And that means that we're three evictions closer to getting to, double, to the double eviction, which starts the jury. My main complaint here and my main point of saying this is that CBS has to realize that the reason that these, these seasons have been boring, and I'm talking 13, 14, 15, and 16, is because there's too many people in the house. Now, some would say 14 was a great season. I agree. I think 14 was a good season. I think anytime Dan's involved, I know Miss Chicago loves Dan. I like Dan, too. Dan's one of my favorites. But anytime you have Dan involved, you're going to get a good season. Um, but if you think about it, Boogie, Janelle, those guys went home early. But that season was propped up by veterans. Season 13, propped up by veterans. If you liked 13 and 14, even though they had, I think they had 16 each, you only – liked that season because the vets made things happen. Folks, that's why vets are being used in those seasons, is because production knows that they're not getting game players now. Your people that you're getting now are taking a floater mentality because floaters are ending up in that second position. They're ending up in the final four. It's a situation that's getting out of control for the show, and it's making the show awful. Now, one of the improvements I think they should make other than going back to 13 people, and trust me, it would improve overnight going to 13 people. Believe me or not, you can send me hate mail. But the other thing that I think that would improve this game dramatically and end the floating problem is to get rid of the golden power of veto and replace it with the diamond power of veto. Now, for those of you who don't know what the diamond power of veto is, it was a twist used one season. I think they used it in 12 too, um, where... The winner of that diamond power of veto was able to take anyone off the block they wanted to, but also make the nomination for the person to replace them. So let's say that Hayden last week won the diamond power of veto. He could have taken down Jocasta and put up and put up Caleb or put up Derek or whoever he wanted to, and it had to stay. Now, it's very, very powerful when you get into double eviction. That second part of that double eviction, it becomes tremendously powerful. Quit pulling people out of a bag. Let everybody play for it. Let it be, the, let it be a diamond power veto, and I'm telling you this game improves drastically the moment you do that because floaters are then going to hustle to win that POV. Nobody's going to be scared to get their hands dirty or get blood on their hands. They're going to be knee-deep in it because they're going to want to win that power of veto to save themselves and make the nomination. Everybody's afraid that if I win that power of veto and I take somebody down, then the HOH is going to just replace them with somebody who's in my alliance. That's why that power of veto gets held. Now, it hasn't happened this season yet because <laughs> 10 of the people of the 16 were all in an alliance together. But in a situation where you have 13 people and you're not having to do some corny, dumb twist of, Two HOHs, which was one of the most confusing twists we've ever seen. You play it straight up, and you use that diamond power of veto. These alliances are not as big as when you do this huge group of people, and people are willing to go to war early on to save themselves, and you make the power of veto very, very powerful. Right now, it's powerful only if you're in a two-person alliance. I mean, you can save somebody from your alliance, and you got ten members in it, but what if – what if the replacement is another member of your alliance? I'm telling you, 13 people shrinks the cast. It makes smaller alliances more powerful. Thrown in the diamond power veto eliminates a lot of the floater problem. It won't eliminate all of it, but it's going to eliminate a good portion of it. So 16, 15, I think had 16 people. I think it had the most ever or something. I'm, we've got to get out of these big groups because we are taking so long to get the jury that we are bored to death. Folks, thank you so much. You're actually going to get out a little early tonight. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you uh, listening in and, and being a part of this. I, I appreciate it every, every, every time we go on. We go on Thursday nights and we go on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. I don't know what Pacific time is. Again, I think that's like 4 in the morning. I don't know. Pacific time, I've got a little bit of a a little bit of a, a prejudice issue with Pacific Time people. But anyway, uh, I, think, I think Donnie and Nicole winning is great. Again, I hope Donnie doesn't put up strong players uh, that are going to basically win Battle of the Block, and I think he's going to be in trouble if he does that. He would be smart to look at Jocasta and Victoria and say, you've got to go up, or 
maybe put up like somebody who's weak like Christine and somebody, you know, make a point and try to hope that those people don't win, hope Nicole puts up stronger people, or either make a deal with Nicole that, hey, you put up the stronger people that are going to battle the block, let me handle getting my hands, my hands bloody. I guarantee you Nicole's going to do it. Nicole don't want any part of this HOH. I'm pretty sure of it. So that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I, I really believe that, that Donnie's targets are going to be Cody and Caleb. I don't know why. I, I'll be honest with you. I think if he's going to make a power move, it's a bad one. I don't think he – Caleb could get strong, like I said early in the, in the show. Amber's gone. The focus is off. Caleb might be a good move right now to get rid of him. Cody, Cody just does what Derek says. I hate to say it, Donnie. Your target should be Frankie and Derek. Sorry. That should be your targets. I know that's America's Alliance, and people are going to cry, and people are going to boo-hoo in their, ta- in their, in their uh, pillows tonight. The truth of the matter is that Frankie and Derek are his real enemy. Donnie had every right to turn out America's Alliance. There are people that were mad at me that said that I, when I said that, but the truth of the matter is that Derek and Frankie have been in an alliance without the knowledge of Donnie, without Donnie having any knowledge of what's going on. They looked at Donnie and the Americans' alliance when they all found out they were involved, and they looked at him and they told him, Donnie, this is our true alliance. Well, that's BS. And I'll tell you, Donnie should notice that it's BS when he sees, obviously, Frankie and Derek are in the same alliance that he's not in. And they don't tell him anything. Now, I'm not making excuses for him, but I'm just saying this is where you've got to make your stand, Donnie. These people aren't including you in any of their stuff they're doing. They're your biggest enemies. They might be winning you five grand a week. I'm telling you, you're playing just as much a part of helping them win five grand a week as they are you. Frankie would have taken no risk tonight to take on that challenge and force and ask Derek and Donnie to do it. Frankie had no blood on his hands. He was HOH. He was not going to get in trouble for it. And I guarantee you, Frankie and Derek were going to throw Donnie under the bus if all that stuff backfired and say, well, Donnie was the one, one of the people who voted to send Jacosta home. Okay? Donnie made the smart move tonight, but now he's got to make big moves in his HOH. He's got to play it very, very smart. Nicole's going to put up – I'll be honest with you. Nicole's, I think the way I see it, Nicole's going to put up Jacosta and Victoria. Let's be honest. Donnie's going to put up probably, unfortunately, Caleb and Cody – and uh, it's going to be bad. And I'm afraid that if they lose, and uh, or you know, or if they win and they they take Donnie off the HOH, Donnie could be the replacement nominee at POV under Nicole's HOH, and it's going to be a bad situation. If he survives it, it's good. If he doesn't, it's trouble. Folks, we're heading into the stretch of this thing. We are about to get into jury, and I can promise you, I keep telling people, hang in there, hang in there. I really hope I'm not wrong. Hang in there. Jury's, jury's happening. When jury happens, usually the game gets a lot better. But please, don't give up yet. It's going to be a decent season, I think. It's not 15. The 15 people are glad that it's not as bad as 15. We're glad it's not as bad as 15. And CBS is sure as hell glad it's not as bad as 15. So keep staying in tune. Folks, catch me on Reality Chat or uh, Addicted Big Brother. That's where I hang out. Message me. Come on those boards. Enjoy your time there. Great group of people on both boards. We'll have a lot of fun. Thanks so much for listening in. We will see you Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Set your clocks. It's going to happen, baby. Watching, 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 watching me.